Hello, and welcome back to the Curious Ones podcast. My name is Emma Krebs. I created this podcast to be able to have conversations that were lacking through my daily interactions, as I always felt the longing to dive deeper. This space is for meaningful conversations that I hope help to broaden my perspectives and maybe even yours as well. Paulina Piotrowska is a passionate individual. Originally from Poland, Paulina moved to Los Angeles, California four years ago after a brief trip to LA. On that initial trip, Paulina fell in love with the city and knew she had to live there. Paulina then returned to her home country of Poland, finished her school program, learned English, and did everything she could to move back to LA. To remain motivated during this chapter, Paulina would watch videos of athletes training at Gold's Gym in Venice Beach, hoping that one day she too could do the same. Not long after, Paulina moved to LA and is now proud to call Gold's Gym her second home. Paulina is a talented strength and conditioning coach, and in this conversation, we unpack the journey of her career, highlight the importance of following your passions, and remaining motivated when no one's watching. We also break down what a day in her life looks like, and so much more. All right. Well, welcome to a brand new episode of the Curious One podcast. Today, we have, get ready for it, Paulina Petrovska. Yeah, right. Good job. <laughs> you said it's right. <laughs> Paulina, thank you so much for allowing me to chat with you this morning. I'm so excited to learn more about you. I've been following you for a while. I find you're super inspirational, but like I want to know more about really what led you to where you are now. So thank you for, for sitting with me this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah. So <laughs> I found you through our mutual connection, Mari uh, Llewellyn, and also, too, I noticed like straight away what made me stand out was you spend a lot of time at Gold's Gym in Venice Beach. So can you just share, you're clearly not from LA. You have a very Polish name. Um, can you just explain a little bit about like what you're up to right now in LA? Um, and we'll also get into how you got to LA and where you are now. So can you just share where you are in this moment, if that makes sense? Okay, great. So yes, that's so true. Um, I train at Gold Gym Venice. I train my clients right next to Gold Gym. Um, so I am here four years, four years. That's a long journey right now. And then believe me, almost seven years ago when I came here for the first time, I would never even say Never imagined that I will live right now here in Marina and training at the Gold's Gym every day. Like, it's so amazing feeling to wake up and know that, that I live here. I love this place so much. And I have so much passion every day, you know, to do what I do right here. Um, this journey is very long because of I came here in 2015, so a long time ago for the program there was okay. like a, a travel exchange program that everybody who was young i was this time almost 21 i just decided to take a break from my school i studied the um, sports school in poland um take a break and then go on adventure and then you know i didn't have a i didn't have a goal to to stay here to do what i'm doing i just wanted to go explore and and then just go with the flow and learn english you know i came here with no english so wow. this is this is what i wanted to do to learn to grow as a person to see more places because you know when you live in poland and you study and you work in the same time you just can't do it so i decided to take a break I came here and then I just fell in love with this lifestyle here. <clears throat> At this time, I didn't know so much about uh, healthy eating because, you know, here is a little bit different than in Europe. But so I gained a little bit weight. Uh, and again, the process, me coming back because after a year, my, my program was done. Uh, I traveled here so much 
to be honest, I feel like I travel more here than people who live here. You know, because I was like so uh, passionate about traveling this time and and meeting new culture and learn English. And also there was a fitness around everything um, included because it was always from my young age. Um, but I came back and I started to learn even more about nutrition and fitness. And I was thinking, okay, I have to come back here. So I was like so passionate about learning new things and uh, studying from the books and studying in my school because I studied at the Academy of Physical Education. And also this is why I came back because of, I knew that I will come back here with my papers and then uh, maybe I will go to school here or maybe on the same program, but do something different. And so this helped me so much. The first year here, I learned English, I traveled, I met amazing people here on the way who inspired me and motivated me to, to continue this journey. But like I said, I was in, um, I was in sports from very young age. So when I was seven, so when I was seven years old, I already knew that I want to be a trainer. It's funny. It's funny how actually this sounds, but um, that's so true. That's so true. I already knew. I just didn't know what kind of trainer I want to be because I was really younger, seven years old. Uh, and then I was looking on my, sometimes like still I'm looking on back uh, on this journey and, you know, I started with track and field. I was a runner, but I didn't understand uh because I was seven years old until this happened until um, 17. So I quit when I was 17 years old. I did sprints, uh, like 100 meters until 400 meters. So uh, I didn't understand the mindset of training. I didn't understand why everybody's going to school and they have a free time. I have to go to school and I have to go train after school. And when everybody's um, uh, just at home doing whatever, I had to go across Poland to go to compete. And, you know, I was too young. I didn't have probably the right coach at this time who I had a great coach at this time, but I didn't have a coach who would, um, <clears throat> changed my mindset about training at this time. I think I could get way farther than I got. And I, I just burned out, right? Because of as a young girl, I just wanted to do what my friends did. And, you know, with the time you were getting better and better, you have a great result. And then when you go down, you need this mindset to keep going. And this is why right now I tell my clients uh, the mindset is everything. Because if you don't have here, how you can push yourself? How you can achieve this goal? When the progress is actually happening in the last three reps, when you really, you completely, you, you are exhausted, you're tired, you think that it's over, you can't do anymore. That is the progress. So you need this mindset to change it. Yeah, so this is a journey. And I'm, I'm here with you talking, you know, on the podcast. It's already four years since I came back to United States after this break. Yeah, such a journey. Crazy. So then, so you had just like visited, was it LA specifically or like the United States before you decided to move there? Uh, so yeah, th th this was um, a little complicated because I would take a programs, different programs to, to come here. Uh, so sometimes um, I was actually more in Orange County at the beginning. Okay, in but still California. Okay. Still in California. It's actually happened like this. Uh, a lot of different girls would travel be in the different places. I was very lucky. I feel like... Um, it just happened. It, it was meant to be. That always my, um, and always I got to this place around LA. 
Um, so I was in Orange County, Newport Beach. Um, there was a situation that I had to move to Bay Area that I would take a buses, uh, also take a planes to get to to Los Angeles to train at Gold's Gym. Uh, like I said, there was a journey. I really wanted to learn. I really wanted to grow here. I really wanted to be very good coach. Um, yeah, but it was just inside me, you know, that I don't want to do anything else. This is my passion. This is my life. Um, yeah, I'm just so passionate about fitness and training and yeah, every day awesome. more. Yeah. You wish, sorry? Every day I am more passionate. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. that that's like that's one of my favorite parts about this podcast is like I'm uh, one thing I realized I'm passionate about is talking to people about the things that they are passionate about. And so for me, it's been clear from the beginning, just from seeing you online, like just from seeing your Instagram feed, like not actually having a conversation with you. It is so clear how passionate you are. And that was like the main reason of why I wanted to talk to you, because it's just like it's so inspiring. But also too, like your physique and like your training, it's it is inspiring as well, too, like as another female on their own like athletic journey um I'm so curious I want to dive more into like I, I don't want to keep keep talking about it but I just find it really interesting like this whole culture around Gold's Gym um I was completely unaware of it until I moved I moved briefly to Los Angeles and my partner um he's a really he's a he's a coach and he has a history in bodybuilding and so for him he was like you need to go to Venice you need to go to Gold's Gym like and he was like telling me about all the people that train there all the people that used to train there and just kind of like the history and the culture behind it and I never realized how big of a community it is. I unfortunately I never got a chance to go train there but I went I, I spent a lot of time in Venice and um so I'm curious are you able to explain what the culture of Gold's Gym means to to you and um really like the impact the community's had on your life oh yeah of course it is it actually had a, such a huge impact on my life because when I was in Poland I was watching videos of those people athletes and and I was I was just so inspired and motivated to come here and do what they are doing I want to be them like they inspired me to be to be better every day and uh, I always saw in the videos like how fun are those workouts like everybody's doing something different but they can like get together and use their passion to to just make a fitness fun, you know? And and they had, of course, like, they have all the beautiful bodies and, you know, it's, it's California is always sunny and the vibe. And I wanted to just come here and train and uh, be better and be like them. So when I got here, of course, like, first of all, everybody, this is what I realized. Everybody's kind of scared to come to Gold's Gym because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, it's like mecca of bodybuilding. Uh, everyone is athlete trainer. Everyone is a great shape, but not really because of um, there's so many different people that they are on their journey, and and then you know when you're actually you are motivated and you are getting better, everyone will help you, right? If you don't know, you can ask, and everybody's growing together there getting better every day together and so people train with people you know and they learn like from this is this is also something that I learned that you can learn from everyone something different and that's your experience you know and it's wonderful to have this knowledge and to um, maybe use some of them, you know, for yourself, what you learn from them. Anyway, uh, it's so much fun. I remember my first day. I was so excited. I have a video. I really have a video. Like I am driving and parking at the Gold's Gym, and I was like, Gold's Gym! I can't believe it. I am here. You know, so much fun. Um, and and seeing everything in real life is different and 
you know, the green wall, everybody loves to come take pictures. It's, it's just, uh, it's that just the story, you know, with, um, and then you make friends, you make such an amazing friends, connections. We have a lot of great athletes, pro trainers, uh, a lot of celebrities too. Everyone wants to come to Gold's Gym. Mm-hmm. That's a Mecca. That's a Mecca. It's exactly. It's cool. It's cool that you like, we're like looking at it online and you wanted to go there so bad. So I know that feeling of like when you've been thinking about something, working hard towards something. Yeah. And it means more than just Gold's Gym. Like, yeah, that's part of it. But it's more like that you brought yourself to this moment and you had a clear goal, a clear kind of life that you wanted to live. And you moved from A to B, like literally moved, but also just like the mindset shift and and the habits and the, uh, you accommodated your life to be able to follow this, this dream kind of. Yeah. Yes. And then every day when I'm there, I have this, sometimes I have this feeling like, wow, Mm -hmm. I am trained there every day. And also like through the years, Sometimes you see people uh, that they're just starting. And then right now, they look totally different because mm. of the, you know, the people, the, the passion they have, the uh, motivation around, uh, that they learn how to push themselves and they really want to achieve their goal. It's changed them, you know? So they're not, they, they, they're no longer the scary um you know, the scared people who just came and they don't know what to do. They're just lifting so good and, you know, they're having fun. Mm-hmm. And they just also can't imagine to live without this gym. Yeah. Oh, so, without fitness. Yeah. It's, it makes sense too of like uh, something you're so passionate about. It makes sense that you're in, in LA. Like the culture there is, as much as there is the other extreme of the United States of like, the bad food and things like that but I found in LA like it was so easy the sunshine the weather like you could go for a run and like like the access to nutritious food was just so readily available especially coming from I could imagine you might have faced similar things in Poland to I'm in Canada when it's minus 40 Celsius I don't know if you know what that yeah. is and I don't know if you do Fahrenheit I, but I, I yeah know <laughs> yeah so yeah, and I know. So, yeah, and it's like it's hard to find the motivation on those days, or um, you can't have as much like fresh produce and things like that. Um, I mean, obviously, we're still in first world, first world countries, so it's a complete different thing. But um, yeah, that was the one thing I noticed about LA was like you could get the healthiest food on demand, and yeah, it was a great culture. Yeah, it's um, great. Like if you want it, you can you can really uh, find whatever you want in the store yeah yeah literally um so then and I apologize if I'm like if I'm if I'm misunderstanding but I'm just curious so when you moved five years ago or four years ago were you moving here to do the coaching you were doing now or was that like a journey like did you start doing that from the beginning or Mm -hmm. no what were you doing um, there? I mean, this is a journey because when I was in Poland um, during during this break, when I came back to Poland, I had to finish my school, and then on the side, I I, I was doing coaching, and and the same here. When I came here, it was also the journey because I was still on the program. I was trying to you know to 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 work in as a coach, and there there was definitely a journey it's not that easy to to just transform to just yeah. go you know to the situation there is a lot of sacrifices and hard moments and doing what you don't want to do and but i feel like everything it makes you stronger and you really know why you are doing like how the the journey mm. You, that you came along it's so worth it if you are passionate about mm-hmm. I feel like I wish everybody would understand that if you have a passion you should do everything for this passion to make it work because I, I feel like the world just needs more passionate people to work in their job you know yeah so yeah, it wasn't easy at the beginning, but it's definitely something that you can do it. Everyone mm-hmm. 
influence if you're passionate about something. Mm-hmm. What do you find, like, as you reflect on those years, from you getting to where you are now to you even four years ago, what do you think the biggest obstacle was for you, and, and how did you end up overcoming that? Um, I think uh, coming back to Poland after my first time being here, you know, me, I didn't, I did, at the beginning, before my first trip here, I would never even think that I, I will come to United States and everything changed when, when I got here. I really fell in love. I felt like America just hugged me and I felt like that's my place. I feel so comfortable here, free. Uh, and I, I just love it. And then coming back, I really love this country with the tears in my eyes. And uh, I remember this day at the airport, uh, people asked me like, what's going on? Do you need help? And I'm like, no, I'm just coming back home. <laughs> you know, And but I, there was definitely a very hard moment in my life uh, because there was a transition. Be, um, like I really came back to cold Poland uh, from amazing sunny California where I spent amazing year. I met so many people. Um, I traveled, I had like a free, you know, time um, to, like I said, co-Poland um, and I had to finish my school, study uh, and work, uh, right? And, and I feel like during this time I had to be very strong mentally, very strong mentally, like very also disciplined to wake up, go to, go to my university study we you know when you study sport it's also not easy because we had so many subjects that you had to like study like typical knowledge from the book uh, like anatomy uh, biomechanic um, physiology and more <clears throat> and also also a sports subjects so swimming track and field uh basketball volleyball and many more right so I really spent there the whole day from Monday to Friday from let's say like let's say eight until five or six the whole day and then I also had to work because of uh you know like you wanted to get money you know to uh my goal was inside my head of course to come here and so I wanted to just get it done as as much as I can to use whatever I did in Poland to use it here, right? So uh, there, there was a journey that was very hard. I had to like wake up, wake up early, go to school, go to work. It was cold. It was so bad for me every day. I had this motivation why I'm doing and I like I said like when I did my training I was watching uh, I was always motivating myself right um I was watching videos from gold gym all those trainers athletes uh and then I was just dreaming about being here and doing what they are doing and because of I love it so much I love it so I felt this time that I really found my passion this is what I want to do to the rest of my life and yeah and right now like I said every day I feel it even more you know deeper so this was really challenging really challenging two years I spent in Poland two years every day waking up and thinking about you know why I'm doing this yeah Hmm. And so it's the doing the work when like no one's watching, right? And exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's nobody even harder knows. too. Like nobody mm. knows why. Uh, nobody understands you. They think like, oh, she just came back from California. Um, you know, I had to be like disciplined and very, very patient. So I think I learned so much patience during the time. And and you know, when I came here, I also had to be patient because. The journey is long and it's still long and I still have to learn so much. And there's always something that I have to be patient, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, but it has to be like this. That's Mm -hmm. like a part of it and a beautiful part because you always realize why something is happening. Um, 
and why you're here right now. Right. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, you were saying that you would keep yourself motivated by watching other individuals, whether it was on social media and things like that. I'm curious, was there specific people you would watch or specific content you would consume or books or podcasts to keep you motivated? Is there anything that sticks out to you? Um, yeah, those people are still working out uh, at Gold Gym and we are friends and <laughs> That's cool. uh, I, I you know, everything changed. Everything yeah. changed with the time. Uh, yeah, I feel like I always like to watch the fun content, like the community getting together and making funny videos when they do those flips, when they do uh, someone is lifting, someone is doing a handstand. And, and you know, like this, you can only imagine the green wall, you know, everybody like with robes and and. So this content definitely, but also from another side, I was watching a bodybuilding comb, let's say, and in on this actually uh, YouTube, there was on YouTube. Uh, those people were also there and like talking about, okay, what kind of muscle they're using, why they are doing this, no different exercise, uh, what they're engaging. So I was always just fascinated about um, getting better. So those people helped me so much I can say mm -hmm. yeah um what advice would you say to someone that is starting out wanting to kind of go down the unconventional path if that's like mm -hmm. especially, probably from where you're from it's not very common what you're doing like moving to LA and things like that um and specifically you could keep it specifically in um like fitness coaching what advice would you want to give to those individuals uh I would say, so I would say, if you are very passionate, be open to go to the place where the best people are, learn from them. Um, because it's not only just studying from the book, because I can say like, oh, you have to just study, but it's not only this, that's like, of course, a knowledge a key, but you have to experience more. You have to be open to uh, just willing to learn from different people. Um, and also not only one sport, mm. learn different sports, learn everything around, you know, fitness, nutrition, uh, just even, um, you know, just different sport, let's say volleyball, right? Because of working in fitness, it's not only bodybuilding. It's sometimes to work with athletes and you have to know what they really need, like how, you know, how the sport look like, right? Mm -hmm. so, so yes, you have to always, you have to always, uh, but like I said, if you are passionate about fitness, you are going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Because this is a lifestyle. Fitness, it's not only just job. It's a lifestyle. You have to live this lifestyle. You have to, uh, you have to just live this lifestyle and want to learn more. It's not, uh, it's not just that you open book and there is everything what you need because you are going to burn out in this job. And to be a good coach, um, yeah, I feel like you have to be really passionate about fitness mm -hmm. because it's the whole day yeah and there, there is a lot of people in the space too which is great but I think a lot of people aren't that passionate about it mm -hmm. you, I mean I mean they're passionate about it personally but like I don't know if they feel as passionate about like passing it on their wisdom right so the people that are really passionate about passing on their wisdom it's like so valuable to to individuals right yeah also mm, I think that your clients will feel it. Your clients will, uh, they will know that, okay, I love my coach. She's so passionate about fitness. Uh, you know, the, it, it's really, it's, that's really true. And also from the training, a trainer perspective, you want to be happy every day, right? You want to be happy to, do those sessions and don't like look at the time oh what time is it she's almost done you know I will be free that's 
that's not what's important in life. I think that it's a goal to be uh, to live the life that you want to live and do what you love to do. And you, just, everybody has to find it. They have to find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I, I like love how I keep flogging it, the word passion, but I love how passionate you are. Like, did you, I know you said from a young age, you knew you wanted to be a trainer, but like, did you have other individuals around you that were really pursuing their passions? I'm not sure if this question will make sense because it's, at least for me, it's easy to look around and see my culture and a lot of people just do a job for the sake of paying their bills and they live quite comfortable because it's too scary to, to follow their passion. It's too vulnerable. Uh, it's so unknown. It's very risky. So did you have anyone as you were like, okay, I'm moving to LA. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live this life. I'm gonna work towards it. Did you have other people that were also on their journey that you know you knew in your community that were also kind of embarking on the alternative path or or was it really just a solo venture okay so when I was like let's go back to to my young age so my mom she was also a runner but she never pushed me to do the same thing uh she always gave me a um you know, the open space to do what I want to do. And she never like pushed me any direction. She just, she always like, I will always remember that she's telling me, you have to be independent. You have to work so much to be independent. Uh, It's always up to you how your life will look like. You can look at the other people. You have to do uh, your own thing. And so I always remember those, uh, those words, but with the time, you know, we go different directions. I was always in sport because it was easier for me, kind of, right? Because of I, I was always doing something from, like I said, seven years old, I started to run. I won my first competition. Then uh, uh, I always, school would take me for different competition and and then I, I started to, I joined the team and uh, I was training and competing. And so it was always around me. And I feel like, um, you know, I, the track team helped me because I saw them doing the same thing. But like I said, I didn't understand. I didn't understand why am I doing, like where I'm going to Olympics. Uh, nobody really like even uh i didn't have to be honest and i wish that the coaching the different coaches will change this because i never heard from any of my coaches that where we are going we didn't have the competition we didn't have the conversation about okay what's our goal what we want to achieve right you have potential Uh, i never had a situation but um, inside me, I wanted to still continue because I like to move, right? And then I got, I, I was getting better and better. Uh, but with, with later, like you asked me the question, so later on, when I decided to, I want to go to America, I wanted to go and explore. In this moment, a lot of things changed because I was surrounded by totally different people people who achieved already so many things, people who wanted to also go uh, explore, who wanted to learn more. And I started to understand more that if you really risk to go, to leave the school, to go to America, you can do way more. Because, you know, when I came here, uh, here is different. So I saw, okay, People are really happy in their jobs, not like in Poland from that they're working from, let's say from seven to six or seven to, you know, in their jobs. So I understood that you can have totally different life if you want it. If you work hard, you can do it. Uh, but of course, for someone who is not from the same country, it's, it's hard. It's harder. Mm-hmm. 
but it's everything is possible. I think everything is possible. You just have to be patient. <laughs> that is that is a, a big takeaway. Yeah, I find um and like social media really does help too because it almost opens you up to lifestyles, perspectives, ways of living um, that you're not even aware of through your day to day. If, if like I grew up in Canada and I never really lived anywhere else until I was 20 years old. Right. So I'd only seen people living in Canada and then I started traveling and I was like, Whoa, there's a 7 billion ways to do this. Right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, and, yeah. And those experiences that you get from traveling you nobody will take away from Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. yeah I was literally um I love Tim Ferriss um I I really look up to him in like the podcasting space but also just his mindset and so this morning I was actually doing a journaling session that was prompted by him and he's really just talking about money he's asking questions about money and when your investments have had the highest returns and I realized upon journaling one of the biggest times that my money has gone way farther way farther than what I put up front was from traveling like that is by far the number one thing that I've invested in that has just brought back so much dividend for sure I think exactly and yeah it's it's a life changer yeah you change as a person like deep you know inside and the whole life perspective change uh everything changed I remember actually one of my turn I was in Israel and Israel was this kind of um the traveling um, place that when I came back I felt like this this place just changed me opened up me and like change perspective and see the world different way you know what I mean it's amazing the chance that to be in some places Mm -hmm. I find too like one other thing I loved about travel I mean many things but is you almost find your your people when you go traveling because it's uh, I think a lot of people that enjoy traveling never felt like they related to the people around them. They were they always had itchy feet or something. And then they meet other people that felt the same way but who are also traveling from different countries. And then it's like, oh, we're all a little bit weird or a little bit different together, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? Yeah, <laughs> which is cool. Especially like now that I'm back in my home country, I've met people that are from here, but are they they have the same passion for traveling. And even, even though we're from the same place, we still connect as though we're on that deeper level, which is, which is unreal. Um, okay. I want to ask you a couple more questions. Um, I just want to ask the right ones. So if you could go back and tell your 18 year old self one thing, what would it be? To be more patient. Yeah. I think that, uh, I would change, um, my mindset game. I think that he, yeah, there is a, the, from the one side, there is a patient that I know that if you are patient, you can really, you don't need to stress so much because the stress can to, sometimes slow you down. Mm. But from another side, I would for sure, because around six, 18 years old, I also could do way more in sport. And you, if I would think about myself as an athlete, I would probably like tell Paulina, you just have to get up and do the work and you have to push yourself and there is, there is a progress. So don't quit right now. Uh, but from another side, um, I don't know if I would really say anything because I'm here, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. and I'm very happy and I would never change this journey because I love this journey and I think that it, it meant it meant to be this way that I quit track and uh, I can be a better trainer to understand the mindset to tell my clients to teach them the mindset to so I can push them uh, and we can together achieve goals um so I'm glad. I'm I'm just glad it actually happened this way. Mm-hmm. 
I love that. I think that's beautiful. I'm kind of the same. Like, I don't, I mean, I have a fear of regret, but I don't really, I don't really have any regrets. And like, I don't view failure as failure, you know, Mm -hmm. as cliche as that sounds. I just think everything taught us what we needed to allow us on the path to allow us to relate to one another, to learn from one another, to teach one another. Um, I loved what you said though, about patience and how stress often slows you down. Um, and that's just hitting with me, (laughs) me on my journey right now. I'm like, wow, I needed to hear that. So thank you. (laughs) Um, okay. I, I have one more question for you. Um, that has slowly kind of, Lately, it's been kind of my favorite question, although that changes all the time, (laughs) Um, especially for people that definitely have like more of a platform and um, I might not know as well, like this is our first time meeting. Um, So what is one thing that you think people misunderstand about you? That's actually a question that um, is hard because it's more like, if someone would tell me something, I would say, oh, that's not true, mm. right? Yeah. But then, yeah, it, yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to that's even okay. this question to yeah. you. <laughs> that's totally fine. Maybe explain me more. Like, explain me more. I can, I can give you an example. Example, um, yeah. Yeah, so I, this, this question first came up I mean, obviously, it's, it's a common question, but it came up kind of specific to my podcast. I did a, an episode with my with my boyfriend recently, and mm-hmm. um, normally I don't talk about myself or, or have that kind of conversation. It's always other people. Anyways, he asked me that question, and at first, um, I, I think I said something about curiosity of, like, I'm really curious. Like, it, it goes beyond the podcast, but then he really, he really pushed me, and I guess upon kind of sitting in that question... I realized something that I just wanted to say, and, and, and this is what I mean, is you can take this question any way you want. You also, if it's not going to work, we don't have to ask yeah. it. But um, for me, it was that I just wanted to say, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Like, I'm on my journey. I know that there are little breadcrumbs that are leading me. I know I'm growing. I know I'm working towards something that is larger than myself. I know I have a, a, a message to share with the world through myself it's not about me and and there are some things such as podcasting that just the passion is like none other but as I'm going along this journey it's like it's it's so much imposter syndrome it's so much of figuring things out and not having this roadmap or a clear blueprint and as I go along my journey I I also think that there's a lot of people that society might deem as successful that I've become close with I've become friends with I've interviewed or whatever it might be that, that would actually say the same thing, you know, of like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going along and showing up every day, putting in the work. So I just wanted to say, I don't know if social media portrays me a certain way or I'm sometimes not as vulnerable as I should be. But yeah, so that was my kind of share. I don't know if there was anything there that inspired you, but if you're still like, meh, then we can. You know, I think that I actually spoke, um, this, like, uh, you gave me some, some thoughts because mm-hmm. I just spoke with my clients today, um, uh, that sometimes, uh, sometimes like I'm asking myself when I'm lifting and it's so hard and I can't do more. Why am I doing this? Like, why am I pushing those weights? Like, why is that hard? Why I have to handle those weights? Why I'm pushing every day, if it's at the gym and if it's in fitness, if it's in coaching, you know, like sometimes I'm asking myself, like, why I don't live normal life? I don't have TV. I even if I would have TV, I would sometimes those are the weird thoughts I sitting. And if I would watch something, I would probably like feel so guilty. Why I'm wasting my time? Why am I wasting my time? Like sometimes I'm asking myself those questions. Um, I have in my head those thoughts to be the best, you know, to 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 push my limits at the gym, to get better every day in 
in my fitness, in my clients' fitness, how to be a better coach, uh, how to do the little things better and better that um, I'm losing my life, you know? I'm so passionate and I love it so much. And this is why I'm telling people that you have to have passion to do those things because if you want to be good, this is what's happening. So I think that people, sometimes they don't know about this, that it takes so much, uh, so much time to do all the things. It takes the whole day to, um, to, and it's hard to live my life also from this side because I'm not doing things what normal people are doing. They're going to work and they come back and they have free time and and I always doing some I'm always I always do something for work. I came back from uh from the gym after training all my clients one on one and I am on the phone getting messages back to back um texting okay what the setup for tomorrow for the for our training i still have to do a diet plan and a workout plan and i have to think okay so there is a shoot that i have to get this and this for this shoot and uh this people on instagram ask me questions and i want to be there for them because i love to help so um there is a lot of sacrifices and I think also people don't know that uh, I am doing so many sacrifices for my passion, for the life I decided to live in, um, for my job that, you know, is my passion and, and it's just, it takes all of me, but I love it so much. And it doesn't matter because you love it. You love it and you feel it and you want to give to another people and it makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You know, like you give and you don't even need anything in return because it's just, it makes you happy. So it, it, this, there's also sacrifices and yeah. yeah. Even like in your, like, this is probably a more, uh, some people could say, oh, you're on a podcast. It's not work related, but like it is because it's, it's also work. It's taking up your time, your attention. And then in between doing all of your work, you also have to train yourself. You also have to prep your feet. You also have to like do daily chores that we all do of like laundry, clean your house, whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. Um, that's another thing too. That is like so underrated. Yeah. I appreciate it, you sharing. Yeah. It's literally the whole day. It's, mm-hmm. it's, the whole day from morning. This is why I wake up at 4 a.m. Oh, this is sometimes people they don't know. Uh, but if they ask, I sometimes ask her because they always ask her how your day looks like. Yeah, and, I'd love to hear. Yeah, and it's I wake up at 4 a.m. every day. Uh, and people ask me, why 4 a.m.? And it's very simple. I don't have any free time during the day. So... I like to wake up at 4 a.m., two hours before I start with my first clients at the gym. I wake up at 4. I like my slow mornings. This setting me up for the whole day so I can be happy and give positive energy to my people. And um, so I wake up. I make myself a coffee. I love coffee so much. I make my oatmeal, which I love it so much too. And um, and then I make some notes. I sometimes I, I organize my schedule. Um, I'm kind of even preparing myself in my head, like okay, this is this is the first thing what I have to do. Another one, another, 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 and. Organizing myself, the music is on the background. You know, those two hours, I take it slow, nice. I'm getting it ready during the time. So uh, it's my own time, and I love it to have this time. Uh, I can't imagine that, like some people do, they start doing something, let's say at six, and they and they wake up like thirty minutes before they just go. My day will be destroyed. I would yeah. I would be on rush, not ready. Uh, the whole day would just flip. But this is just also who I am and how I like to organize my time because, like I said, I don't have during the day. Like even in the like, let's say 
today, this is a perfect example. I started at six and I finish at 8.30, I will be home at nine. And it's not the end because there's like still those responding people and there's still like maybe finish something, but I try to don't go to bed later than 10. So this is the hour. The Tuesday, Tuesdays are very hard actually to put everything together. But I'm glad we did have a chance yeah. you know, to talk. Yeah. It's it's very interesting. I love seeing snapshots into people's lives as well. But I agree about the two-hour thing. I need two hours before I do anything. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. It's amazing. It's amazing to have those mm-hmm. hours so you understand, too, how important it is. And, you know, people struggle also with uh, waking up. But when you just, like, change your mindset and – you just have to wake up. You just have to really stand up from your bed and and go start doing something to do something. And um, after a week or two, you're going to adjust. Mm-hmm. And you like stand up faster than before. It's going to be easier. And this is exactly like uh, with diet, being on the diet or with the first workouts when you're sore and you don't want to do it. And your body will adjust to it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I completely agree. As we close up here, if people want to learn more about you, your journey, want to work with you and just connect with you, where can you be found? So I think the best way uh, is to find me on Instagram. Uh, It's Piotrowska Paulina. Mm, Yeah, you can can link it wherever you are with this video uh, or on the podcast. You can uh, post this. Yeah, I think that's the best. And if people have um, questions, they can also ask about fitness, nutrition. Uh, I am always happy to respond. <laughs> Amazing. Paulina, your your story is so inspirational. And like, I feel fired up from hearing about your passion. Like I just, as I go along my journey, I, I know I know it in my heart, but it's affirming to hear that like how important it is to follow our passions. And um so yeah, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for inviting me for this podcast. It was a pleasure to talk with you. This is where I take a moment to say a final thank you to my beautiful guest, Paulina. I want to close out this episode with a quote by one of my favorite podcasters, Stephen Bartlett. If you pay attention to the patterns of your life, you'll realize how much you owe to failures, heartbreak, and rejection. How these things took you to a greater destination, how they helped you to grow and understand what was really meant for you. I'll be the first to say it, the quote does sound better in his English accent, but you get the gist. All right, my friends, thank you for joining me on this journey where we are learning, growing, and cringing all together. You provided me your two most valuable resources, which is your time and your attention. I look forward to connecting with you in the next one. If you would like to further this conversation and get in touch, visit my Instagram at the curious one podcast for more information, resources, and show notes, please head to the curious one podcast.com. Thank you so much for listening until next time. Be well.